Hey, greetings, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Stare Down. It's our weekly sports talk and real estate podcast. Amongst friends, I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio. Bill Risser down in St. Petersburg, Florida. Todd Meininger up in Cumming, Georgia. And Anthony Malafronte representing the Tampa Bay area. What's up, boys? Bill, how you doing, man? I'm good. Good weekend? Yeah, um, a long, tough weekend. Uh, Cindy was Cindy was doing a delayed Mother's Day weekend with Kevin and Sarah up in DC. So for four days, it was me and Ted. <laughs> and I have a lot more appreciation for all the effort Cindy's putting in with Ted. Because <laughs> I'm working during the day, I work into the night. When she gets home, she's got to go straight into Ted time. And uh, so, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, I think you, you, all of you mentioned the video of Ted um, greeting Cindy home. <laughs> See, even he's happy she's back. Uh, so yeah, it was it was uh, it was a good weekend. A lot of sports. Uh, Ted watched hockey with me. He watched baseball with me. He watched golf with me. Um, it was great. Well, how's Ted doing the car? Oh, loves it. Not an issue. Never been sick. Uh, what we did is I just rigged up this. There's something you can buy on Amazon where you it wraps around the headrest, and it's just a, a lead that comes down and lets him. He can walk around basically the seat of the passenger seat. And maybe pop up on the center console, but he can't go any further. It just kind of keeps him in place. And he's okay. com- he's cool with it. He can lay down, and he usually falls asleep uh, when we're driving, just like you take your kid out when they were a baby, put him to sleep. If I need Ted to calm down, just take him for a drive. It's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Todd, how about you? How was your family reunion? Tell us about it. Yeah. Yeah, not uh... – not that it's a competition, but I, I think I'll take the, uh, the weekend winner um, for many reasons. Um, yes. but yeah, the trip was, uh, trip was long overdue. Um, got to, got to um, celebrate uh, my dad, celebration of life. Got to do the whole Ashes thing with mom and dad. They wanted to be together. So um, they've, they've been waiting for, uh, for a long time to uh, get it done. And uh, I'll share a story after um, this, after hours, but um, just, great the kids had a blast um it's it's my son's kind of uh last hurrah he's he's going in uh uh in july so this is great to have him and all the family available so uh just just fantastic a fantastic weekend uh even that said i watched a ton of sports listened to a ton of sports um listened to the entire braves game on sirius xm and then listened to the end of Muirfield on uh on the sirius sirius xm also um, and to cap it off, uh, I played pickleball for the first time with my son today. So, I mean, I just, I'll drop the mic. Can't, can't challenge you all enough to have a better weekend. So it was did, awesome. you, did you kick his ass? Tell me you kicked his ass. So I've never played, um, again, cut me off, Sean. Um, I've never played singles in pickleball. I'm a doubles guy, right? Yeah. And he's, he's, he's he played the last couple, yesterday he played for the first time. Let's play, let's play, let's play. So my brother, John, eight years older than I am, never allowed me to win in anything ever. And I remember saying, let me win. He's like, I can't, I can't let you win. And so, although it pained me a little, I would, uh, I, I just had to, had to win. And I, I owe my brother, John, to that. The reason I'm uh, the way I am is because, you know, you can't be given uh, anything in sports or you're going to go earn it. So be um, and I, it's a life sport. Anything with a racket or a club, you can play for the rest of your life. Right. Yep. So Keep at it and uh, keep getting better. And uh, it was it was awesome. So what are you, Mal? What's going on, man? I'll give us an update. I saw you just. Yeah. Lightning rub two to nothing. Two to nothing. So just, we just scored again. There's uh, nine minutes left. And uh, 
We'll have a little break before our next series, hopefully. Hope I didn't just drink some. Jeez. <laughs> we'll find out in nine you minutes. You said they were up to nothing. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a good weekend. Uh, got a listing under contract after um, crazy activity on Saturday and Sunday. Um, so our clients are very happy. Uh, spent uh, Sunday, Monday, and today, just got back a couple hours ago, uh, on our 24th annual golf outing with uh, a bunch of guys from the, the Episcopal Day School that my boys went to and that my wife Lydia teaches at, um, which was a ton of fun. We were at uh, Copperhead in Innisbrook, played the North Course on Sunday, and we played Copperhead uh, Monday and Tuesday. And uh, Sean, you probably have experienced this playing the Scarlet, but playing at a golf course. And Bill, you maybe, hopefully you'll get it when you're over in uh, Kiowa. Playing a golf course so soon after there's been uh, a PGA tournament there, yeah, the conditions were still spectacular. Yeah. The fairways were just gorgeous. Trimmed, just the right amount of moisture in them. Uh, all of the greens were receptive. Uh, Bill, every ball that hit the green made a real live, honest to goodness divot that you had to fix. Get the hell out of here. That doesn't Un happen. Unlike West Chase, happen yeah. in Florida. Oh, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was really till, fun. Till the, till the real rainy season, then it happens. Yeah. You know, and we, uh, th those of us who've been doing it for now our 23rd year, um, we're, lament we're having a couple of beers and, and uh, watching a baseball game last night. And we were, we, we uh, reminisced over how 23 years ago we could play 36 holes, drink all we wanted, stay up all night and eat junk food and play poker and get up the next morning and eat an unhealthy breakfast. Talk about how our kids are driving us crazy. And now to play 18 holes is a struggle for all of us. Uh, we all are either retired or have grandchildren and none of us can see or hear it just we've we've gone full circle with uh um in, in the 23 years and it's been kind of cool uh but uh, so it was a, a really good week uh really good end of the week and beginning of this week so far uh we had a lot of fun that's awesome that's awesome you know Mal, we you, uh Carp. Up at our course a few years ago when we had the web.com, back then it was still the nationwide, um, but it was played over Labor Day weekend. And so it ended on Sunday and then the next day was Labor Day. And, um, you know, typically a day that the course would be, be packed. So they did a thing called play it like the pros. And you got a chance to play. They left the course in the setup that it was for Sunday. They came out, they double rolled the greens, double cut, and then rolled the greens, left the pins where they were. But here's the deal. If you played it, you couldn't play it from any other tees. You had to play it from the, from the back tees, the Buckeye tees, as they call it. Um, they said, midway through the round, if we see you moving up to the forward tees, we're going to ask you to leave the course. We just, because so many people talk shit like, oh, I could probably shoot 90 at Augusta. I could probably shoot 85 at Augusta, right? And so many people, and guys, I think I shot, 97. Um, my whole goal that day was to hit a green regulation. 
just to hit a green regulation. I hit two, um, both on par threes. Um, but you know, the par threes, I think that day we're playing 227, 239, Jeez. 199, and 217 or something like that. So pretty much three wood, three wood driver, three, you know. Um, I mean, it, it was, but it was, it was fun. And it was just, you know, all inspiring when you see what these guys do on a course, you know. But good weekend. Uh, played some back golf. Got a, got a lesson coming up on Thursday. Uh, so excited about that. Um, got, got 14 cubic yards of mulch coming on Friday, though. So uh, going to spread that by myself. So, oh. yeah, that'd be fun. Not, not the whole nine yards, the whole 14 yards. Damn. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> okay. So let's talk sports, guys. Uh, good to have you back. Um, Todd, glad you had a good time with the family. You sent me that picture with 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 uh, with Steve and John, and I'm thinking like, who are these old old uh, <laughs> sailors that he found on the on the on the beach? <laughs> Did I? will send it to you boys. You didn't see it. Yeah, those my uh, my my big bros, and we're all. Uh, I got to meet him. I got to meet him, you know, last year. That's right. It was shocking. That's true. I, yeah, I forgot. Shocking, I did a quick glance and I was like, Todd met some old guys at the beach and he was talking to, oh, that's, that's Steve and John. <laughs> those, those, those are my homies, man. Your sister, your older sister, <laughs> aged very well compared to your brothers. So. And Amy, Tammy, and, and, yeah. and uh, Susie were there? There's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, everyone was there. Yeah. Uh, Good. Bob and the, all the kids. That's yeah, awesome. Uh, at Jake Dronlinger came from Nebraska. He's doing that uh, that journalism gig that you guys follow along. And, oh, yeah, um, cool. yeah, John John's son from uh, he's he's actually working in the White House. Uh, he got to come, and my other nephew and niece. I'm um, sorry, nephew and his wife, who have a six month old baby. That everyone came, so it was right. perfect. And yep. uh, what, uh, Greg's boy just graduated from high school, right? Yep, absolutely. Him and Scott are less than a month apart in age, so it's pretty cool. Nice. Nice. Well, guys, let's let's start with with golf. Uh, Memorial had had a little bit of action this week. Had some uh, some drama. Uh, let's just jump right to Saturday. John Rom puts up an incredible sixty four. Followed up with sixty five. You know, he finished his 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 Friday round on Saturday morning on the fifteenth hole. Proceeds to make an ace on the sixteenth hole. Later in the day, he makes a two. So he played that hole in three shots. Um, just blisters the course. It was really fun to watch. I mean, his his. He had he had ten putts on the back nine. Mm. Uh, Pretty you know, good. Just missed the twenty. <laughs> just I'm sorry, he had eleven putts. If he would have had ten, he would have shot twenty nine on the back. Um, takes a six stroke lead for about forty five seconds until he walks off the green, notified that he has tested positive for COVID and has been withdrawn from the tournament. Um, let's just stop right there. Six stroke lead was going to be a cakewalk on Sunday. I mean, can't lay Morikawa. No one was going to. You know, he, he was going to shoot a 68, 69, the way he was playing. Some, some crazy had to happen on Sunday, right? Something crazy had to happen for it to yeah. well, actually it happened on Saturday. So, <laughs> right, exactly. Or, or in the women's <laughs> U.S. Open on Sunday. Yeah, well, right? we'll, talk, we'll talk about that. That was that was hard to watch. Um, just your thoughts. We talked a little, a little bit off here, so we don't need to take too long. Um, just your thoughts on kind of how it all went down, Bill. 11 putts on the back nine. If you just had two shots in the arm. It wouldn't have been a fucking problem. That's all I got to say. Yeah. All right. That's it. I'm good. Bill's, Bill's pro vaccine. I'm, um, I'm pro yeah. smart. I'm pro science. I'm pro don't be a dick and, and get vaccinated because you don't even get tested. None of the vaccinated players get even tested. Why? 
and, and according to a journalist, you 50% of the pros are not vaccinated. Yeah, I'll be curious various, to see if that changes quickly. Reasons. Yeah, what's see, that? see if that changes quickly. So Rom, you know, wrap up Rom. He he's he's in quarantine or isolation until the Tuesday of U.S. Open. He has come out this week as an eight to one favorite um, to win. So a lot of people are maybe either betting on some red ass or a lot of practice time uh, during isolation. Sunday does go off. The the guys had to play, and uh, Patrick Cantlay outlasts Colin Morikawa. Uh, hey Sean, yeah. I'll I'll jump in. I'll jump in real quick. I don't want to leave Bill twisting the wind. Um, I was hugely vocal in our text string because I I had the dumb assumption that he was vaccinated, right? So my question is, why are you testing people that are vaccinated? I think we went back and forth, bantered. When I found out he wasn't, I kind of understood. I kind of shook my head, saying, "Okay, you know, may not may not like the rule, but totally understandable." Um, the two things that popped in my head is. <laughs> When, when will this be over? Like, is it going to be next season? We're going to quit testing people. Is it ever going to stop? I mean, that's a fair question, right? Um, and, and the other thing that totally just flooded my memory was uh, Michael Jordan was revered. I think against the Cavs, Sean. He played with the flu. Against the Jazz. Against the Jazz. The Jazz, okay. And scored 40-some-odd points, knowingly playing with the flu. And people revered him as a hero. And uh, I was just like, isn't it crazy? And I know it's a different world, but an asymptomatic John Rahm outside <laughs> is, can't continue, right? So yeah. um, what a difference 20-something years makes. But um, anyway, it is what it is. But Bill, I just didn't want you to be the only one twisting in the wind right. with an, an opinion, uh, right? So I can do right. it. Um, just, did you guys, did oh, you guys you watch can. it? I wasn't worried about you. I just figured I'd have you. Know. You said you, you you listened to it. Mal or Mel, did you guys watch it? What did you think of how Muirfield Village, how good it looked after being completely torn to the dirt 12 months ago? Yeah, 11 months right. ago, because it was in July. Yeah. The, the changes were subtle, but they certainly uh, uh, put, he put more of his stamp. Mr. Nicholas put more of his stamp on the course now than maybe yeah. even before. Uh, just the, the subtle changes he made to the greens clearly seemed to have a, a positive impact on the yep. overall playability of the course. Um, they got, I guess, a, a lot of new equipment from what I understand under the ground. Uh, yeah, air blowers and yep. to, to, yep. to, to uh, monitor and, and adjust the moisture in the ground, not just on the greens, but in the fairways. You know, I th the, the brilliant part I thought that a lot of people don't, who haven't been to the course or, or played it or really know it, um, the two absolutely iconic signature holes, number 12, the par three of the water, and number 14, the, the really delicate par four, probably one of the best par fours in the country, they say, he didn't touch those two holes. So he, as an artist, he knew that those two were masterpieces and there's no need to do anything to them. Um, you know, when I say touch, I mean, he didn't redesign anything. They might have you know, trimmed a fairway here or whatever, but um, those two holes basically were untouched. Every other hole had either major work done. 15, I thought was one of the big ones, you know, the par five, they, 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 brought, the, they brought the fairway down 30 yards or 30 feet, um, lowered it. So you could see the whole hole now from the tee box. And they said that was a big one for the members because the members just couldn't get up the hill. And, you know, and then they, then they had to hit down to that little collection area. And um, but I just thought there was some just brilliant, uh, Brilliant play, and it, it clearly is a shot maker's course. When you look at the the, the top three, Rom, Cantlay, Morikawa, you know, considered some of the best shot makers. Patrick Reed, another great shot maker, 
has a great round on the last day. Um, Jimmy Scott Walker Scheffler is up there, right? Five. Yeah. Scheffler. Scheffler. Scheffler had the lead after you know I think on the twelfth hole he was tied for the lead and he just could not wow. finish. And he's close, guys. I think Scheffler is one, probably one of those next young guys you're going to see uh, go on it, go on a tear. Morikawa would have been the first, the, the youngest player since uh, Spieth to have won five tournaments and a uh, and a major. He's right there as well. Uh, let's talk really quick, though, about the Women's U.S. Open. Uh, Mal, you touched on it. First time that the uh, women have played at the venerable Olympic Country Club out in uh, San Francisco. Yuka Sasso ties as the second youngest person to win the Open. She's from the Philippines. She ties NB Park exactly to the day. Wasn't that funny? They're both 19 years, 11 months, and 17 days old. Um, hmm. So I thought they would go down to the minutes to find out when they were born to see who was actually the youngest. Um, but Yuka Sasso, uh, her hero is Rory McIlroy. Uh, they told stories. She she went to she they said that she watched hours of his swing before she would fall asleep, uh, hoping that she could one day you know hit it consistently like Rory. She beats Nasa Hataoka. Have you seen um, their swing Sean, side by side? Have you seen it? No, it, did they match up? It's it's unreal. She yeah. really his swing and, and uh and emulated it and it's it's so similar it's ridiculous yeah it's awesome yeah well she played great i mean she you know her 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 birdie to win it um was was awesome uh but the story the, the story of the day and the tournament was lexi thompson i mean she takes a five stroke lead onto the back nine at the u.s open and just can't find a fairway and just putted like ray charles i mean it was it was bad it was hard to watch. And the I, yips. She had the yips. Which I just think she was so scared. And you saw really how nerves come into play. You know, um, I, I, you know, I forget where I heard this, but you, you, you saw up close how much nerves affect that. You know, Randy Johnson doesn't miss the plate by 40 feet. You know, Tom Brady doesn't miss a receiver by 20 yards, um, you know, when he's but, nervous. But Chuck Knobloch can't throw from second base to first base, right? It's just one of those. Well, that's true. I mean, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's those moments, but it's so much more visible. I mean, she was hitting shots. That, Bill, I mean, you've you've played there, right? Or you've been yeah. there at least? I played there twice. So the, her shot on 18, you know, she goes to a, a gap wedge instead of a, she got a sand wedge. She should have played longer, but she, I mean, that was 20 yards short. Yeah, that, that bumper, bumper. Um, mm. literally, I mean, it's way out of play. You got to miss hit the ball to hit it in there. That's that's yeah. Maybe she just missed it by a groove, but, um, but yeah. But that, she missed about five shots in, in the greens. You know, um, it was it was you know, and hopefully she bounces back. But I did see a stat, Justin uh, Justin Ray, I think is his name. He does it like golf. Every major that's been played there, the person who held the fifty four lead, fifty four lead did not win. And you're talking Ben Hogan. Arnold Palmer, Jim Furyk, um, and one Lee other. Jansen. Lee Jansen got beaten by Payne Stewart. No, um, Payne Stewart got beat by Lee Jansen. I'm sorry, vice vice versa. Yep. Yeah, Payne, Payne, Payne Stewart was the other one. Payne yeah. Stewart missed and that. Lexi... Yeah, he, he missed that like four foot side hill putt on 18 and rolled 30 feet below the hole. Yeah. Yikes. The pin was in the back. Yeah. That was on Saturday and he was not happy. Yeah, I remember that. So uh, let's talk hockey, boys. Uh, Mal, let's go to you. Uh, Tampa Bay, how many minutes away? We're 53 seconds away from uh, 
from being well, winning this series. You got a six on five, empty net. Two nothing. Right? Like our chances. Vasilevsky is playing so amazingly well in this series. Yeah. Yeah. He is. I mean, we say it all the time, but the man is an artist in the goal. Yeah. Oh, we so they're up three to one, getting ready to close it out. And then they're going to play, Bill told us, the winner of the Islanders, Boston, who's going back to the island yeah. with the Islanders up three to two. Huge win last night in Boston. Um, and both those teams are playing really, really good as well. Um, not a huge Boston Bruins fan because I don't like some of the players, but they are, they are playing good as well. It's going to be a battle. That you're gonna I'd like to, I'd like to see food. Boston win one and make it a seven game series. Every little bit helps, right? When you're right, every little bit of yeah. a weariness and, and yeah. exhaustion. Let them get tired. Right. So let them get you know, Just uh, Sean, throw something in here that NBA could learn something from the NHL and how they schedule their games. The NBA games are all on late. And the NHL has got a schedule that is more accommodating to their fans being able to watch them. Yeah. Uh, I tried to watch a couple of, we tried to watch a couple of NBA games the last three days just because they were sports and they were on and we were drinking some beers and having a nice time. And the game starts so late and they take so long. It's really hard to watch an NBA game if you have anything to do the next day. They start so yeah. late. They take so long and you're so old. You forgot that part because you mentioned it earlier. Oh, Bill, they start at 10, 18, 10, 25 at night. Yeah. They're not over really? till after I midnight. I did not know that. On the East Coast, that's what they do with sports. Yes. <laughs> the first game started at 10, hey. 18 East Coast there. time. Nice. That's no, nuts. I know. I know. Look, I, I tried. I watched the first quarter of the Suns game before I fell asleep. And I wanted to watch that game. You know, uh, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, because and, and, you know, now you make a point because I, I was gonna, I was just pulling up the hockey to see what time that game starts, but the West Coast game starts at nine o'clock. Right. They're playing right so, now. They just, they're gonna cut yeah, over. They have, they have some, they have some six o'clock starts too, right? Is that the whole what you're no, saying, this, Mal? This was a six thirty. Yeah, this the the, the Lightning game started what six thirty seven o'clock whenever it started. It started early six thirty. They're yeah. doing the handshake handshake right now. They'll cut immediately over to uh, Vegas. Yeah. So uh, out west, uh, Colorado, Vegas, that, that series is two to two. So big game tonight in Colorado yeah. uh, to hold serve. Both teams have won both on their home ice. Um, and Montreal sweeps Winnipeg for nothing. Um, they'll sit for at least a week uh, now as that series finishes up and, and waits for the semifinals uh, where the West will play the Canadian team. And I, I mentioned off air, uh, Canada and the U.S. have reached an agreement that Teams can cross the border. There will be heightened protocols um, for isolation and quarantining and testing. Yeah. Um, so that, that means so the Lightning kind of laid back at the end of the year season, didn't really try to play for the one seed, rested people, got them all healthy. And they've now, in uh, five games and six games, beat the number one and number two teams that finished ahead of them. Something to be said, right? For a little isn't, strategy. Isn't hockey, always, isn't hockey always weird, though? It's not it uncommon is. for. And eight beats Beat. one almost yeah. every other year. <laughs> Which it's unheard of in other other league, right? Don't, don't bring up that too loud because then Sean starts talking about the blue jackets. And it's, uh, we won't we will not it's embarrassing for Sean, not for me. So yeah, it's okay. 
was a sweep, I believe, when we Oh, I don't know. Yeah. And, hey, if, you, if you're going to lose, lose quick. Wait, 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 you believe it was a sweep or you know it was a sweep? And the Lightning were up 3 nothing in the third of game one. If you're going to lose, lose quick. That's what I say. Right. I don't know. There's a thing called the Stanley Cup in town somewhere. I don't know where it's at, but it's probably down at Amelie. Boy, Bill's found his voice over the last yeah. year. Hey, you know what? <laughs> it's a good thing I was a loser for 50 fucking years because I'm a really <laughs> shitty winner. <laughs> we'll call it Tampa Bill. As long as you know. Speaking of Tampa Bay, uh, Major League Baseball, Tampa leads the East. Uh, Chicago White Sox lead the Central. And Oakland is your American League West leaders. Over in the senior circuit, Mets, Milwaukee, and the Giants are your division leaders. Guys, do you see anything in baseball this week that caught your eye? Um, yeah, I'll start with that. How about the uh, the comeback of the of the uh, uh, you know the old pine tar or spitballs and all that stuff they're talking about? What they want to? It's about not substances. Yeah, it, yeah. It wasn't, it's funny. I don't ever remember. In the past, it was never about. Um, rotation and spin one they couldn't measure it like we can measure it today um, but it was always scuffing the ball because it might do something a little bit different a little substance on it because it might react a little different now it's all about spin rate they want more gription right they want their fingers to be able to just snap off that curve or that slider uh, and the people they're you know accusing of it trevor bauer who is a hothead loud mouth you know fun guy if he's on your team and garrett cole the yankees it, very interesting uh uh, it was, I think it might've been Cole, Anthony, who, as soon as that came out, his very next game, he gave up like five runs. <laughs> his spin rate was his, down considerably. His spin Bra- rate Braves beat pass. Bauer on Sunday. Braves beat Bauer on Sunday. I listened to it. Yeah. Interesting, huh? Yeah. Cole, Cole's spin rate was half of what it was the previous game. That's interesting. Yeah. So we'll see, we'll see what that, uh, where that leads. And, you know, DeGrom is another great pitcher who, you know, his ERA, going into June was 0.64 or something crazy. I mean, think about that. I mean, he's just on a whole nother level right now. Um, I think he's given up four runs all year. Uh, So we'll see if he's uh, also got something funny going on with his fingers. So that's- Hey, Sean, see- Go ahead, Tom. Go ahead. No, you, you. Can umpires police that though? Well, yeah, they can walk out to the mound and just say, show me your fingers. (laughs) <laughs> show me your hat where's that stuff what do you you know the thing is what are they using right is it- they, they they tuck it under the waistband if you watch a lot of yeah. pitchers will will tug on their belt after a and, and walk so around it, it's for a little piece of glue or something or some kind of sticky it's like yeah on. just any anything you'd rub on there right yeah. who knows but you pull the ball out of play and look at it that's pretty damning evidence you know so we'll see so if you get a chance Go on ESPN and look at the Cubs' new alternate um, alternate oh. uniforms. Oh, they're sweet. Right the City Connect. It's a new Nike promotion. Uh, it's kind of like the, the the color rush on Thursdays. Um, they're they're navy blue Oof. with like they almost look like Tennessee Titans a little bit, but they it says Wrigleyville on the front, um, and uh, they have the they're, they're cool looking. I think they I think they're good looking uniform. Hey, Sean, I'll geek out on the Braves real quick. Um, what I love about the Braves is they always develop a great farm system, um, like, like a lot of teams. I'm not saying they don't get their free plug-ins, but middle infield is Ozzie Albies at second and uh, Dansby Swanson at short. 
love and Dansby. They, yeah. they both hit their 500th career hit uh, within days of each other. And of course, one of them posted on ESPN. Um, what is what is the, the, the not ESPN, on Twitter, um, where it was, where we were, where we are now, whatever. And they show them at AA Mississippi and now uh, today in the Braves. So nice. I love love the fact they came up together and still uh, work in the it's middle. Like, of- uh, it's like BGO and Bagwell, right? Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Very cool. But did back, you see him, Bill? You know, back back when the Astros know? didn't cheat. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> what? I didn't have to go there. I'm sorry. At Ryan Bo- uh, Bocross. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Um, <laughs> so that's Major League Baseball. Uh, NBA. We hit out quickly. Uh, Philadelphia and Atlanta playing right Hawks. now. Come um, on. Hawks. A big win in that game one. Mm. Right. Uh, yeah, again, coming home right. Sunday, listen, they scored 75 points in the first half. They're up 75-45. And it, uh, typical NBA fa- fashion, it came down to the last, like, three possessions. But um, yep. They're only yeah, down four right now in the third. Um, they were down yep. early. Um, Nine minutes Brooklyn left. Just, so. Brooklyn just pounded Milwaukee in their first two games. Um, even without James Harden, they just destroyed. I think they won by 30 and 33. Um and then out west, you've got Bill, your Phoenix Suns, uh, took a one-nothing lead over Denver with the uh MVP, Nikolai Jokic. 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 Um was named MVP today. And then the Jazz and late and the Clippers uh played tonight. Anthony will check in on that game when he gets up to pee at night. Um Lakers are out. <laughs> <laughs> you hold out you held that line for all 17 minutes. That was cool. I like it. Lakers, uh, Lakers are out. Yes, Todd. Um, yeah. LeBron uh, first since 2010. I guess yeah. Chris Paul had a big game last night. Yeah. Yeah. 14 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. He's, he's look Booker and Andre Ayton and, um, and Chris Paul make a pretty. Booker's pretty... fun to watch, man. He was on fire in that one game. I was texting yeah. you guys. Just, oh my God. Know. Yeah. It'll be, it'll mess. be, it'll be fun to see. I mean, um, you know, they had one shot at the, uh, they, they played once in the finals and uh, Michael beat him. That was a Charles Barkley days back in the nineties, yep. but uh, we'll see if the Suns can pull off some magic again. Did uh, Tom Chambers find that team? Yeah, he did. He might've. Yeah. He might've. Yeah. Yep. Thunder Marley, Dan and Marley. And you know, Chambers might not have been there. Dan Marley was there for sure. Uh, okay. Chambers might've been there. I'm not sure, but Thunder Dan was there. And, and um, yeah. Yeah. KJ um, Johnson was there too. NFL news, Todd. Uh, Julio Jones leaves Atlanta. Uh, said goodbye nicely. Thank the thank the Falcons fans for their years of support. But he is now playing for the Nashville Titans, Tennessee Titans yeah. in Nashville. Everything I read uh, between Matt Ryan and Julio, um, they couldn't sign any of their first round draft choices unless they got rid of uh, one of them. So, mm. um, yeah. So uh, hey. Uh, Thank you, Julio. Uh, what a great Falcon, but um, I think it was more of a business decision other than anything, you know, more than anything else. Yeah. Uh, really quickly, Women's College World Series uh, going on the finals of FSU, Todd, our, our rivals uh, playing Oklahoma, kind of a home game for Oklahoma. Right now, Florida State up seven to two in game one. Uh, that's Ooh. in the top of the fifth. Um, Florida State and Oklahoma both won four games in a row to get to where they're at. And uh, in the men's college baseball, which I've been paying a lot of attention to, uh, we're into the 
super regionals. Uh, Our so mighty Gators did not fare well, Sean. Oh man, they were. They call it two and barbecue uh, when you <laughs> when you lose two in a row and leave. Uh, As they a got, number they one lost, seed, right? Yeah, they lost nineteen to one um, in in their elimination game. Nineteen to one. Not, not so mighty South, Gators, right? South Alabama. Um, but here's who's here's who's in. Uh, ECU, Eastern Carolina is playing at Vandy. Best of three. Stanford's playing Texas Tech. NC State playing Arkansas. That's the number one seed is Arkansas. Uh, Ole Miss at Arizona. So there's three SEC teams so far. Uh, Notre Dame plays at Mississippi State in Duty Noble Uh-oh. Stadium. They're, they're calling it Cowbells versus Catholics. Um, <laughs> uh, I like it. LSU plays Tennessee, Todd. So you got two SEC schools playing in Knoxville. Uh, so there will be at least one SEC school in Omaha. Uh, USF, Todd, or Bill, your, yeah. your Bulls, uh, playing at Texas. And Virginia, I believe, plays Dallas Baptist. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So uh, winners advance to Omaha in Ameritrade Stadium for the College World Series. So, uh, Todd, hit us with some soccer news, if there is any. Now, is there any? And then, Bill, oh. have you hit us with a French Open update? Let me get my notes. <laughs> no, get it. Um, so uh, I'll touch on two things soccer-wise. Um, United States men, t- men beat Mexico on Monday, I want to say, for the inaugural CONCACAF Nations League Championship. They hoisted a trophy. Um, for those who don't know, Mexico-USA soccer is heated. It's ugly. It's uh, a huge robbery. Um no, it's not World Cup qualifying. No, it's not the Olympics. But uh, this, this squad really needed to, to hoist a trophy and, and build momentum for the future. They're very young. Uh, Christian Pulisic hit a penalty kick um, late, and it was a perfect strike. But more importantly, the um, – and gosh, I, I need to look up his name, but the U.S. goalkeeper got hurt, so our backup keeper came in. Um, Ethan – gosh, I can't remember his name. Anyway um, – he saved a penalty kick in extra time. So uh, if that would have gone in, it would have gone to, to uh, penalty kicks. Anyway, USA, USA. Horvath, is it Horvath? Yes, yes, Ethan Horvath. And um, just, he was crying afterwards in the interview. Like, backup key- keepers don't expect to play, right? I mean, how often do goalkeepers get injured? So he was thrown in the heat and, uh, and, and played well. Um, also, uh, real quick, Sean, Euros 2020, and no, I'm not um, misspeaking. Euros 2020, uh, last year's European uh, soccer tournament is being played this uh, starting this weekend. So if you have ESPN Plus, um, check it out. It's like the World Cup, but limited to European soccer clubs. So uh, I believe England uh, plays Saturday morning at uh, nine o'clock. So if you're waking up, put on ESPN and, and, and check it out. So should be fun. Awesome. Bill, I know there was a couple, I don't say upsets, but there was a couple changes in the leaderboard in Roland Garros. Yeah. Yeah. So you got uh, uh, Serena's out. 39 year old Serena Williams. Yeah. She might be she chasing that, trying to get that 24th there. It just might not happen. Uh, she's, uh, you know, who knows? But Wimbledon has another. Have her call Phil Mickelson, Bill. <laughs> call Phil. <laughs> she has another Wimbledon, right? another U.S. Open. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. 
I think that might be it though. I, I really do. She's going to have to do something there, but the, in the um, women's side, it's Coco Goff in the quarterfinals, mm. you know, the only American left. And I'm, I'm not lying a bunch of names that I don't even recognize. I mean, there's a bunch yeah. of no names in there uh, for the, on the women's side, but on the men's side, Joker and Nadal uh, play in the quarters tomorrow. Um, Schwartzman for Nadal. I can't remember. Let me look. Uh, Joker. Gets, the big story is Federer, Federer withdrew. Yeah, Federer withdrew yes. um, injuries. And, and maybe he's trying to gear up for Wimbledon because that's where his game is best. So um, he, he knew he wasn't going to win on clay. I think he, yeah, it made sense. Just get out of there, get rested up. Um, <clears throat> the... The other two players, Tsitsipas and uh, Sasha Zverev, two, two really young, good young players. They're going to end up playing Nadal and Joker probably. So that'll those will be really fun semifinals. Uh, and I, you know, I don't know how you root against Nadal. He's got 13. He's trying to get his 14th and 21st major. So uh, mm. there you go, French Open, almost over. Nice. All right, guys. Anything else that we missed in the world of sports? Yeah, I got one thing for you. Uh, at the uh, at Rate My Agent, they're doing a 30-day uh, step challenge. Very physical. You're going to win, Bill. You're oh. going to win. <laughs> so, Anthony, you know I like to walk, right? <laughs> so, um, so there's this app that we have, and you're, you wear your watch, your Fitbit, it reports the app. Through, through six days, I have compiled 155,920 steps in six days. Wow. Over, over 25,000 steps a day. So just, just that's what, six, 6,000 short of Todd. Pretty good, Bill. Pretty good. Not bad, uh, right? So I'm, uh, what am I at? I'm at, uh, you know, that's roughly 12, 47 miles, 14 miles, 14 miles to get to the 20. Uh, hey, pump the brakes, Bill. You're going to win. Pump the brakes. No, no, because in second place is Gregor, who's my, the guy that trained me, the guy who was in the States for a couple of years. Uh, he's walking right now today because it's tomorrow. It's day seven. So he's into day seven. He was at 133,000, trailing me by 22. He's now at 141 and climbing. Well, what an the, advantage you have! This should be like this should be like the, it, the EPL it, where they all start at the same time. Shotgun start because now day, you on know. The final day, you have to start. Yeah, yeah here's the deal. <laughs> you can just you can walk 31 steps and beat him. That's it's awesome. <laughs> so yeah. Gregor Gregor won it last year, being in the United States. He was here and he won this competition. At the company, and he he blew everybody away. He's just a maniac for walking, but I, it's the one thing I can do really well is just put one foot in front of the other and just not stop walking. But your earbuds in and walk. Yeah, I, yeah. I've listened to. I've been I've been hooked on business wars lately. If you've ever listened to that podcast, they'll pick two companies that, and pit them against each other, like Ford and Chevy, and it goes back to like 1892, and it goes all the way up to today. So you imagine going through Ford and Chevy. In the with the Model T, and then you had to get you know into the 40s, and then the Corvette versus the Thunderbird. I mean, it's just Anthony, it's so good. And then the others, like that I just finished today, was KFC versus Chick Fil A, and I didn't realize how much asshole. Well, you got to remember KFC for 40 years was everything to fried chicken. They were the only thing. Right. It's changed a lot since then compared to today, right? But anyways, I mean, I've listened to. Uh, Oh, uh, Dunkin' Donuts versus Starbucks. I, these are my things that keep me walking because there's five or six episodes deep, 30-minute episodes. So I just throw one of those on and listen to them, and it's been a lot of fun. But I, 
I know I'm going way too long, but I got to share a story. Anthony, you know, you know, St. Pete a little bit, 4th Street. There's a street yep. called 38th Street, which, you know, I, I decided to really take, I had to get, I, I walked 20, I walked, I did 30,000 steps both days of the weekend. And so I, I head out down 40th and I'm going to go over a bridge and get out onto Snell Isle and cruise around past the Vinoy Country Club and come back over to Coffee Pot Bayou. I see this map, it's going to work great. I get to the bridge. Uh, it is it's two lanes only, they're building a new bridge. And, and there's no pedestrians allowed because it is just wide enough for two cars. And, and you, you, the detour, I look on my phone, I've got to go a mile over and then like up a mile and around a mile to detour to, or just go backwards and retract, which I didn't want to do. So I'm standing there thinking about it. And I, I walk up the side of the construction zone and I could have like grabbed onto the barrier and slowly like uh, inched my way across this, like a balance beam wide iron beam over the you over you didn't the, do that did you i did not do that i did something worse All right, good. i go back oh geez. and i look down and it's it's there's a little in, incline i can see the next car coming is way down there it's about 400 or 500 yards across the bridge i said f it i took my little string backpack off and started running i have never run any little distance at as fast as i can run for decades because I just don't run. I've tried neither cars went past you either way? I, they, there were cars coming this way, but I was in the, the lane where they were way back there. And I just started running. I, I got to beat that car before it gets to me on the bridge. All um, right. You know what I'm thinking right now, guys? It's, that scene in Stand By Me where they're like, I don't think the train's coming. On the bridge. I don't think the train's coming. <laughs> Dude, I, I wish I had video of it because I'm tall and I'm fat and I'm not a good runner. And I just ran as hard as I could. And, and I, I'm halfway, I, I'm just, I get over the bridge. Yeah, Forrest Gump, yeah. And I get over the bridge and, I, and I'm starting to down. I look back, the cars are getting closer. I figure in my mind, I got 10 seconds, but I got 30 seconds to go at least. But a, the car coming this way, there's another gap. So I get in the other lane, <laughs> I get in the other lane and there's a car coming right at me, but I gotta keep going. I gotta go just past the barricade and jump off to the left. And I just make it. And the guy's laughing his ass off the whole way who was driving right towards me. Because what I That's great. <laughs> but, you know, I made it. I'm just telling you right now. And uh, I was so, out of breath for 17 minutes. I had no breath. I was like, what the fuck? So <laughs> what Anyways, would I have done? I'm gonna I would have just waited for a pickup truck and flagged him down saying, like, can I climb in the back and drive across? That's a great idea. You. I didn't think of that. But I wouldn't have got the steps. Anyways, my goal is 750,000 steps in 30 days. Jeez. That'd be over 400 miles. So let's we'll see if I wow. can. Yeah. Damn. There you go. Hey, Sean, real quick before you go around. Uh, Ricky Fowler trying to qualify for the U.S. Open. Shot a 73-66. 73 hurt him. He is one shot out of uh, moving on to tomorrow. And it was oh, in Columbia. Right, yeah, yeah, but I, I was reading, yeah, I talked about it before you he got was with he was, uh, uh, Padrag Harrington and um, like Keegan Bradley, yeah, the quality of the group is unbelievable, right? <laughs> two, two yeah. majors, two major winners. Wow. He says yeah. his, his, his chip shot on the 18th hole, the chip shot on the 18th hole, Todd stopped one, one roll short and going in. That would have qualified that him for the next one. Now, no, it would have been in a, in a six man playoff for four spots, right? But, right, right, okay, yeah. gotcha. 
which he uh, had a good So, chance. of course, I told my brother-in-law, Ricky Slam 22. That's what I said. Forget Tiger yeah. Slam. It's going to be Ricky Slam 22. Anthony, so it turns out the five – the odds on the our five, Ricky Slam. <laughs> the five men that went to the playoff, uh, four, four guys made it, and then, and then the Cole Hammer, uh, who, was, who bogeyed the second hole, uh, he is the first alternate. So, he'll probably get in. Probably um, get in. Yeah, he'll, he'll fly to San Diego. That's for sure. He'll be there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Cool. So, all right, let's go around the horn really quick. Mal, tell me about what you got coming up this week. We are uh, we're recording this on Tuesday night. For two days, going to spend a little time catching up. We have a listing appointment Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And a couple of uh, relocation buyers coming in town over the weekend that the entire team will be uh, working to see if we can find them some homes. So it's going to be a pretty busy set of uh, work days between now and uh, Sunday morning when I pull the golf club back out of the car. Right. Todd, how about you, bud? Uh, so tomorrow, uh, up bright and early. It's, it's, I don't want to say it's been a while, but it's been a while, um, at least uh, in rhythm, um, doing a factory tour of our uh, service center in Austell, Georgia, which is right by Six Flags, uh, for those of you Keep it score. So um, we're on the west side of Atlanta, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Heading uh, on 20, heading towards Alabama. So, um, yeah, that's the immediate thing. And, uh, you know, business as usual, but uh, more and more getting back in the uh, flow of um, getting up early and, and being somewhere and making those calls, which is which is fun and awesome. So, um, yeah, all's good, man. Just keep on keeping on. Keep on trucking, as you'd say. For the deadheads, right? Mm. Got it. Bill, how about you? Um, you already commented about this week's episode in your tweet. Thanks for doing that. I always appreciate it. But this week it's Joe Scott, which I've been trying to get Joe for a long time. He just a very particular guy, and he didn't, you know, had, had to have his website done first. So had to have a, something changed with his brokerage. But Joe's a guy you, at Boston. You make fun of Boston all the time. Yeah, I do that, and he, <laughs> you know, he's we, we talk a little Boston sports, just a little bit. Uh, but Joe's a good guy and that was a lot of fun. And, um, I got ranting and raving coming up this week. Um, we've got to record some more episodes. So I do have a Jeff Lobb question, which is going to be interesting. Uh, we'll see how that goes, how, how Joe's going to handle that. And, uh, and that's, that's about it. I mean, we're, we're slammed at rate my agent. It's the end of the fiscal year, June 30th. So we, we didn't want to hit some numbers and some goals and, show some, uh, you know, show some growth, which we're doing, but you know, it's never enough. You always got to try to do a little better. So. I, I, I guarantee you 260 some episodes. Now you've had a couple similar answers to your final question. You will not get one like Joe's this morning. You will not get another one like his. How do you get your relationships to send you business? That was, uh, I played that for a, an agent today. I, in one of my coaching sessions. I'm like, you got to hear this. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And he laughed. He's like, well, I guess if you got friends like that, we'll talk off air guys about what it was. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, we will. Uh, guys, my, um, my Sean Carpenter unmasked tour starts tomorrow. Nice. Uh, back in the, in the classroom, uh, going down to Batavia, Ohio, outside of Cincinnati for the Southern Ohio Association of Realtors, the SOAR uh, Leadership Retreat facilitating that uh drive back thursday i speak to the south carolina brokers via webinar 
Uh, and then I jump on a plane uh, next week to head to San Antonio, Texas hmm. for Coal Banker Dan Harper Summer Jam uh, featuring Sean Carpenter. We're going to be doing six sessions for their agents. Uh, we got staff session. We have one for the rookies, one for the top agents, one for the rising stars, one for the entire company, and one for the management team. Is there a live lost lyrics in there? There is. I don't know. Has a maybe. Maybe we'll book. Wow. Yeah. You t- you poke the bear. No, I'm just asking. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good zoo, maybe. Yeah. Excited <laughs> and, uh, and and thrilled and like I said, we got mulch coming this week. So, uh, golf after golf lesson, golf lesson tomorrow. I'll probably hit 400 balls and, uh, but hopefully Bob can can fix me. Got to do something, but we'll get it back. I've been there before. I can get it back. Yeah. Um, so. Good chat, guys. Uh, As always, on behalf of Todd and Mal and Bill, I'm Sean Carpenter. Thanks for listening to The Stare Down.